0: Howdy, folks. Ah, there you are. And just in time, beware of hitchhiking ghosts. Today, I want to share with you some of our ideas for Disney World. Yo-ho, yo-ho. A parent's life for me. A parrot's life for me. A parrot's life for me. <coughs>
1: Welcome to the WDW Reflections Podcast with your hosts Dewey, Ron, and Tony. Here we'd love to talk about Walt Disney World, the way we remember it, how it's changed, and how and why we still enjoy frequenting the happiest place on earth. You may learn some facts you never knew before, and you may even return to your own memories of the Walt Disney World Resort. And hopefully we can share these memories together. So come with us on a podcast journey as we reflect on the WDW Reflections Podcast.
0: Please stand clear of the doors. Reflections. All
1: right, guys, welcome to the inaugural, the first ever, unless you count episode zero, but the first ever episode recording of the walt disney world the wdw reflections podcast so i'm Dewey. i am one of the creators here got a couple of my buddies here that we're going to uh try and entertain you talking about our disney world memories for uh a couple of times a month so uh got my buddy tony here hey everyone and my buddy ron hey guys all right so um We want to talk real quick and just kind of give you guys an idea of uh, what we are and where we're coming from. So we're just three guys that met online. We met in a Disney World forum uh, message boards about 15 years ago, and we've created this podcast to share our love of the Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, We've decided to call the podcast the WDW Reflections Podcast because we want to focus the show on how to be... It's going to be us reflecting on our memories of the parks, the attractions, parades, restaurants, any of those kind of things, whatever else we can think of that, uh, that we love from Disney World. And then we're going to discuss where those things are now. Some of them are going to be extinct. Some of them uh, may still be around but are completely different, re-theming, re uh, reimagined, if you will. And some of the things are going to be exactly the same as we remember them. And we're going to talk about those things. And what we want to do is kind of bring it full circle. We want to talk about what we remember from some of our earliest memories uh, going there as children. Or some of us didn't go there until we were adults. Uh, But we want to start remembering about our our first experiences with Disney. And we want to share those experiences with you guys, the listeners. And then we want to bring it full circle and talk about how those uh, attractions or parades or the music, whatever we, uh, we pick to be the topic for that episode, we're going to talk about how it's transformed and, or if it is even transformed at all. So that's kind of where we see at least the podcast starting. Uh, we think that there's plenty of content there to work with, but we also believe that uh, this podcast, much like Walt Disney said about his parks, they would never stop changing. They would never stop growing and becoming something new, uh, this podcast definitely is going to have room to grow and to, um, to, to evolve. Uh, we, we expect it to change as, uh, as we record new episodes. So I thought what we would do in episode one is just start off uh, maybe introducing ourselves and letting, uh, letting you guys get to know us and know who we are, where we're, where we're coming from. So um, I'm, I'm already talking, so I guess I'll start off. Are you guys good with that?
0: That sounds good. Yeah, we, we right. know that you're going to just talk. talk. <laughs> I'm just going to talk. Yeah, I'm a,
1: I'm a talkie. <laughs> All right, so um, let's just start off talking about uh, who we are and where we come from and why we're doing this. So uh, my name's Dewey. Uh, I'm one of your hosts. Uh, thanks for being here. Uh, Let's see, I was born and raised in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, and I spent most of my life there, uh, the first 23 years of my life, I guess you could say, in Arkansas. I joined the United States Air Force in 1997, uh, had a career in the Air Force. I retired. I was a medic, and I retired in 2013. So 2013, I retired from the Air Force, Uh, and basically, uh, I retired on the 1st of November, of nineteen, I'm sorry, of 2013, and I immediately started teaching Air Force Junior ROTC the following Monday on the 4th of November. So, just I never took off my uniform; still wear it every day. Um, not in the summer, but during the school year, I, I teach Junior ROTC, um, and I've been here in Delaware for gosh, 20 years now. This is this is my 20th year in Delaware, so been here a really long time. So, um, My uh, I have an undergrad in history and I have a major I'm sorry, I have a master's degree in education. Um, I met my wife on my 10th trip to not to Walt Disney World in 1999. So um, I actually met my wife on vacation in Disney World. Uh, That'll be a topic for discussion at some point, I think, for the podcast. That one. Yeah, some you guys uh, may not even know that story. So when when I, when I share it, it'll be cool. To share it with uh, with you guys at the same time as I share it with our listeners. So I'm looking forward to that too. Um, I've been to Disney World on 48 separate trips. So uh, and you counted? I, I count. Yes, I count. It's a big deal every time. Uh, every time we go. Uh, my wife kind of makes fun of me. Cause I'm like, this is trip 37 or this is trip 42 or whatever. And she's like, Oh my gosh, really? And I'm like, yes, darling. Really? So yes. Uh, 48 separate trips. Um, like I said, I met my wife on the 10th trip. So, um, since 1999, when I met my wife, we've been there 38 more times. So, um, there's some wow. public math for you. That's amazing. Yes. Uh, I, well, I have the benefit I'm lucky. Um, my, uh, I have family that works there, so uh, we get to couple visiting family with um, with with the trips to Disney. So it it, it helps for sure. Uh, just a little bit more about me. Some of my other interests besides Disney. Uh, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Uh, I'm actually a member of the 501st Legion. So we, uh, I have professionally. <laughs> uh screen accurate costumes and we you know dress up and do charity events like uh, we go to children's hospitals and and you know things like that make people smile Uh, i get to wear a plastic space suit and make kids smile that's kind of what it's all about um uh, i'm a big jeep guy i've got a 2002 jeep tj i love taking the top off and letting the wind blow through my hair Uh, i'm a huge music guy i love music um Love Guns N' Roses, my favorite rock and roll band. Justin Moore is my favorite country artist. So love music, always listening to it. Uh, I play bass guitar, have played for a long time, and I'm trying to learn to play the sixth string very poorly. Uh, let's see. I've been married for 21 years to my uh, my beautiful wife, Michalane. Mm-hmm. I have two kids. My son, JD, just graduated high school this year. He's 18. And my daughter, Isabel, is starting high school uh, in just a couple of weeks. She's 14. So um, I think that's uh, all the, uh, at least what I think is interesting about me. Uh, whooping.
0: I you really liked um, Florida, Georgia line.
1: Oh, God, don't get me started. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> no. Um, that's it. That's it for me. So. Uh, that's a little bit about me. Hope you guys, uh, didn't, if you did fall asleep, wake up, one of the other guys (laughs) is going to speak now. So Tony, how about you? You want to, you want to give us a little bit about, uh, who you are and what
2: you're about? Sure. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little bit. I, 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 unfortunately, I didn't do my homework like Dewey here. Uh, and I, I actually don't, I'm not accustomed to talking too much about myself. And in fact, if any of you have ever watched The Office, I'm probably going to give the Jim Halpert answer that uh, whatever I do is just too boring to even talk about. But uh, I am originally from Brooklyn in New York City. Uh, I grew up and was raised there, lived for, there for about 24, 25 years. And uh I was I became a, a Disney fanatic uh, at a very young age. I, I actually um uh I grew up in the seventies and every Sunday there would be a program called The Wonderful World of Disney. And on that show I'd get my first glimpses of what was happening um in the parks and what and they'd share animation stories. And when I was really, really young, I wanted to be an animator. I wanted to uh to follow in Walt's footsteps, uh, so to speak. And so um I didn't really do a good job of that, but um I eventually uh, found my way to film school and I did some um, studies at the School of Visual Arts. After that, I um, worked in the cable industry. Cable TV was new at the time. And I, I spent a good deal of my adult life uh, working directly with uh, enabling cable services throughout the New York City area. And um, I'm currently uh, in a related field, but no longer doing that. Um, uh, My um, interest in Disney and in uh, filmmaking also led me to uh, Star Wars. I'm a huge Star Wars fanatic. um, And I think that's Dewey, I think that's how we started to communicate on on the web. And we, we have to tell the story of how we all met on an internet site way, way long ago. But uh, just to wrap up my intro a bit more, uh, I am married to someone who is also a huge uh, Disney fanatic. When I brought her to the parks the very first time, she finally finally found an opportunity to bring her parents. And we used to travel frequently as a family uh, to the Disney parks for a, a, about 20 years, I, I would say. Um, and there are so many memories that we have to share, uh, from that experience, especially since they were with her folks who are no longer alive at this point. And, um, I will now turn this over to you, uh, uh, Ron. Hey guys. Um, I am
0: originally from a a place called Okeana, Ohio. Okeana is really it's on the state line of Indiana and Ohio, very close to Cincinnati. So I'm basically just tell everyone I'm from the Cincinnati area because it's just easier that way. Um, grew up in uh, Ohio, so obviously very huge Ohio State fan. Um, so that's where Dewey and I disagree on on <laughs> on the conferences of football. Thankfully, we're not going to be talking too much football. chill we'll jab each other occasionally. But my first trip to Disney was in uh, 1976, and I think we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But uh, my first experience with Disney was not what everybody, what I wanted my first experience to be with Disney. Um, it's just not where my love of Disney grew. But like Tony, I too grew up watching Wonderful World of Disney and watching the monorail and and seeing things. So it was always intriguing and I loved it. But when my first trip didn't didn't woo me like I thought it was going to. Um, I work as a program manager for a local hospital here. And like I said, I grew up in Ohio and ended up going to college in a place called Cleveland, Tennessee, Um, to get my degree and start out for 15 years as a student pastor. And so my career path is very crazy and went from student pastoring to then getting into um, computer work and which led to project work and finally found out what I wanted to do with the rest of my adult life and became a project manager and was working for JP Morgan Chase, which alluded allowed us to travel to uh, New York on occasion. So allowing Tony and I to meet up a few times. Yeah, now. we met up a couple of times. And then um, we, from Chase, ended up accepting a position back down in Cleveland, Tennessee, which was really odd. It's a really small town but ended up moving back down to um, Cleveland. We've been here now, believe it or not, we've been here. We're in our 13th year in Cleveland. Uh, So, and then I have, I'm married to Melissa, who's uh, an awesome person. She's actually graduating with her bachelor's degree uh, on Tuesday. So I'm pretty excited for her for that. And then um, I have two daughters the youngest just started going to my alma mater. We moved her in last night. Uh, and then we have my other daughter who lives in Oklahoma and brought our first granddaughter uh, in May. So a new granddad, uh, which is weird to say, but... <laughs> it is what it is and but nyla is her name and then our son-in-law's train and and they're awesome probably um one day i'll tell the story of how we celebrated um uh, my daughter's 18th birthday it's a disney story so it's really interesting um and uh just just excited to be talking all things Disney and, and hanging out with two friends that we don't get to see each other in person a lot, but we get to, um, I, I'm hoping this really helps us to reconnect and stay in closer communication. So.
2: I think Dewey, I think that's a good bridge to talk about how we all met. Absolutely.
1: So we are obviously all over the country. Um, I live in Delaware, have been here for a long time. Ron's in Tennessee, and, and then we got Tony up in New York. So we're really not, uh, we, it's not like we hang out on the weekends or anything. Uh, we just, uh, you know, we're, 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 we're spatially distant from each other. But we reconnected just a few weeks ago. I uh, have been a big fan of listening to Disney podcasts for, for years now. Um, and they're the, the, my favorite podcasts are kind of on two ends of the spectrum. I listen to a couple of them where the, the hosts are just fans. They're, they, they never claim to be experts and they actually admit that they are not. They're just fans and they love going. I listen to those guys because they're fun and I enjoy those kind of podcasts. I also listen to some on the other end of the spectrum, where the, they are experts and they they have access to Imagineers and you know really um, you know really professional style podcasts. And I foresee us being somewhere in the middle. Uh, we've all been to Disney enough times that we have a, a large uh, knowledge base to to to, to base on. But uh, but we're not experts. But we're also more than just the casual fan. I, you know, we've been so many times that we know uh, some of in the ins and outs. So I, I foresee the podcast being somewhere in the middle. Uh, but so when I was thinking about that, I wanted to do this and wanted to find a, a way to to be in the middle of those two spectrums of the podcast world. Uh, I started reaching out to some of my uh, my Disney pals, and uh, we met on a on a message board, I guess uh chat forum, whatever you want to say in the early days of of the internet. We're we're talking I'm um, I'm I'm thinking probably somewhere between 2002 and 2004. It
2: had to have been, yeah, it had to have been some sometime yeah, at that was, point. Yeah.
1: It was a long time ago.
2: And and if, I'm not sure if, if uh young folks today use the um the message boards the way that we did, but at the time it was a a place where we we basically would write down about a subject. And then everyone who was interested in that subject would start to respond to it. And it was our, our one way of sharing information, kind of like a community bulletin board, where we'd be able to um, to say, hey, I, I've been to uh, Epcot today, and they weren't selling such and such. Do you know where I could find it? And someone else would chime in and say, well, I just saw that at, at this place. It, it was the kind of thing where we'd share information amongst each other.
1: Absolutely, it was uh, really good for people that were planning trips. So you could get advice from other, you know, Disney Disney people like your like we are. Uh, but it also, I think, I think that's the way it started was learning to plan trips and get tips and things.
0: And so that's uh, how I ended up on that site. I had um, a trip coming up in 2003, and I'm like, I want this to be the perfect trip because my first trip was not perfect. And dude it was it was great but the thing that I remember is or at least is a, that I'm aware of now is that you didn't have your phone that you could just jump on this thing you you had to commit to sitting down at a computer and and talking through now that w- it wasn't that big of a commitment back then because we didn't have the phones for anything you didn't have Facebook just waiting for you to interact with and, and so it was it was a it was a unique experience um, different from what's available today
1: absolutely it, um, we didn't have i mean if you if you think about it th- with the internet being so young even even going to the internet to to find information to try and plan like Ron said, the perfect Disney vacation there wasn 't a ton of information out there even to find on the internet,
2: you know especially uh, uh, walt disney 's own site, uh, even to this day is not exactly oh, so. the, the it's not it 's very clunky it 's hard to maneuver yeah. through it and so in those days, we were able to share this these tips and tricks amongst each other but um, uh, while we were doing that, our personality started to shine through everyone w- w- would chime in with these stories about their personal Disney trips, what happened during, during it. And at one point, it got so personal that we're sharing photos. We're sharing details, everything from the moment that we started planning and we got our tickets in the mail. We we got on the plane. We started to, to share those intimate things with each other and got to know each other uh, pretty well. And uh, really quickly, I just wanted to shout out to Disney Ann for starting that because without her, yeah. we, we wouldn't have met. Absolutely. That, it was called uh, it was called uh, Mouse House Magic,
1: Mouse House Magic. Uh, we, we I tried out a few different ones and uh, would visit them. But the the one that we, we really that the three of us met on and, and became friends was Mouse House Magic. And um, yeah, it was it was cool. It started out as a way to plan trips and to to learn about Disney and, and talk to other people about their experiences turned into a, a community basically of of like-minded Disney fans that uh, once the trip was trip planning part was over, it just became a place to, to go and talk about Disney or, you know, just to, to, to get you through the, what we call the dark times, the, the times between Disney trips. So just talking about the trips and uh, maybe you- talking about the next time you're going to go, but it would just, it, it, it made you smile uh, in between Disney trips, which, you know, for people
2: like us, there's, There's all, there's, it's never too soon to start planning the next trip. Well, do you, you were mentioning yesterday, and I'm sure Ron, you had this experience as well. There was no one else to speak to this about in real life. You know, there was no, you couldn't just turn to your, to your buddies and say, Hey, I'm planning a Disney trip. What do you think? You know, this was a a place where everyone who was uh, involved in it had the same kind of enthusiasm and eventual love and excitement about where we were headed
1: absolutely it it definitely you
2: know uh, if you talk to just the folks around you know the water cooler
1: at work or something most people don't have the same uh, i guess you could say addiction to disney uh, to disney world that uh, that i do and so i couldn't just talk to you know my buddy at work they they didn't get it so those you know in those days those chat forums those message boards it was really the first place you could go and, and, and I found out that I wasn't the only weirdo that was mm-hmm. always wanting to go and always, No no no, no. I, no, no wait, wait, wait 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 you are still weird. Oh, yes, let's I'm definitely, weird but I found <laughs> out I'm not the <laughs> only weird one, not the only one. Um, there are other people that are, you know, and let's be honest, uh, we don't think we're weird. It's the outsiders that think we're oh, weird, right. but, um, it was cool because you found those like-minded people. And, uh, nowadays it seems, you know, kind of second nature because there's, you go on to Facebook or something and there's a group for every single interest you can think of, you know, I mean, uh, but 20 years ago, or I get 2004, you guys do the math. Um, there, that really wasn't a thing. There wasn't Facebook and all that stuff. So finding uh, the the chat forum Mouse House Magic where we spent so much of our time when we should have been working. Um, <laughs> spent a lot of time, you know, with each other talking and 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 just being with people that love Disney as much as uh, as much
2: as I did. That and was as I mentioned before, way. we should share we should share photos um, and sometimes you know very personal photos of what we were doing in the parks. And I, I think you and I were talking about this the other day about how uh, we would dare each other. to... Other to do things in the parks. Yeah. Ron, remember those?
0: Oh, yeah. We, I, oh, I wish I would. I had a picture of me holding a Mickey bar because one of the dares was just to get a picture with a Mickey bar. The other picture that has Dew and I, I think Dew and I would cut up on the boards a lot, and just give each other a hard time. They still do. How, yeah. A little bit. <laughs> and um, so one of the, times was a dare to, for me and dude to choke each other. And we've got that picture.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. yeah, I remember that. There's a picture of uh, Ron and, uh, and of me in front of the Chinese theater at uh, what was then MGM studios. And we're just like choking each other. And, you know, so uh, that's how it started. That was just uh, people being silly. And, and, you know, when you couldn't be at Disney, you could live vicariously through one of your friends uh, who was there?
2: So, uh, and it's funny it, enough, uh, it, it, this is just three of us. They, we are still all personally in touch with so many members of that old forum, that through Facebook. Because once the internet evolved, we uh, went on to Facebook. But we all now see each other's daily lives, whereas at that point, it was just our Disney lives.
1: Absolutely. Um, I mean, like Tony, you, you and I in episode zero that we our test session yesterday. Uh, we talked about how you and I have never met in person. That's right. Yeah. So you and I, that I'm sure it it's going to happen mm-hmm. someday. Uh, but to this point, we've been friends for, you know, darn near 20 years. I don't mm-hmm. know, 15, 17, whatever, uh, but have never met in person. Uh, Ron and I have actually have met in person. Um, he's come to my house and stayed here with me when, uh, uh, to go to a NASCAR race down at the track in Dover, Delaware. Uh, I've been to his house in Tennessee and, uh, we went to a race, uh, in Bristol, Tennessee and gosh, that was 10 years ago now that no, that's we went. crazy, right? It was, it was 2010 because yeah. I was in, I was, uh, still in the air force at that time. So I was TDY would, uh, that's a air force business trip. That's what TDY means. Uh, I was TDY to Alabama and just not too far from Ron up in Tennessee. So I, I drove up, spent the weekend with them, and we went to a NASCAR race in Bristol. Um, but it was really cool that um, you know those friends that that we met on Disney on a Disney chat forum that uh, we we made actual friendships, and and here we are, you know, again, no public math for me. Uh, <laughs> Fifteen years plus later, uh, we're still friends, and it's not just Disney that brings us together. We share other interests. Uh, but it always goes back to Disney. It always goes back to um, remembering, you know, some trips or um, Ron and I, I, I remember you and I met at Disney World one time and, and spent a couple of days, you know, in the parks together with our family. So,
2: um, yeah, speaking you know, of, of meeting, I, I, Ron, I met you first at Disney World. We we actually threw that site. They had organized a uh, a group meeting, and this is yeah. still I, I have to reiterate how this was still somewhat in the early days of the internet, and that sounded kind of weird to most people it, it didn't oh, sound like that my
0: wife thought we were nuts she's like <laughs> we're we're going to take our vacation and go meet these people that we don't even know I'm
2: and like, hang out oh, with I them. know them
0: yeah, and hang out because we did a couple meals together and and um we everyone and much, everyone was from everywhere all over this yeah, at that point was everyone yes yeah. right. so yeah my wife kicked back on that a little bit to be honest she's like what? how do we how do we know we can trust these people i'm like we're going to eat dinner it's it's <laughs> not going to they're not <laughs> anyway to your point it was and it turned out awesome. to be and it turned out to be such mm-hmm. a fun time i
2: mean i'm still i still have fond memories of that day i think you still have a photo maybe somewhere that we can show but we we had so much fun and we met a lot of their families and a lot of the 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 little kids that were there at the time including your own uh, are all grown now in college all
0: grown every several of them are married and it's just crazy
2: and and dewey you were talking about how um we didn't have the internet or some way to um to access this information that was very true during that trip, because I'm remembering that I think you were in Florida at that time and we were trying to find a way to meet up, but there was no way for me to check the phone constantly because all I had with me was a, a computer, I think at the, at the resort. So I would check in the morning and you'd say, oh, I'm going to be at, at MGM at around three o'clock today. And so, you know, if I was at MGM, I'd look for you, but I didn't know how to find you. There was no way to, to track you down on the phone or anything.
1: Well, I mean, Again, we're talking about you know not just before Facebook. This is before texting. You know, you yeah, we really right. weren't even it's like you didn't text people yet. This, that wasn't a
0: thing, and um, well, you didn't have even, probably, but it was it was just newly developed, and you you had to be in the tech world to have. You used to have these blocks the that palm. you would text on. Yeah, they, with the palm, and even prior to that, you had the the little. Um, would you the I can't think. The pagers that, oh, yeah, text right. on them. But I mean, you had to be in an industry that supported it. Not everybody had those. And, I, didn't you know, those
1: was, yeah. I didn't have any of those things. Uh, I didn't have any of those. I was in the Air Force and, you know, they didn't, uh, we didn't have any of that stuff. Not that early on, not in 03, 04, 05. Sure. Um, none of that stuff. So, uh, and you know, so I, I didn't meet up with, with you guys when y'all had that big meet because much like Ron's wife, my wife was kind of the same. She's like, I think that's kind of weird. Why are you meeting people on from the, you know, the internet? And, uh, so we actually didn't go to that meet. Um, but a couple of years later I did meet Ron and, um, and then Ron just confirmed the fact that meeting
2: people online was weird because, you know, he definitely was, you know, it was, but ironically, (laughs) ironically I've met so many people, actually, uh, some of the people that I've met online, I, I, like them a lot more than the people I've met in real life. Right.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So well, so now that's, the generation now—that's how they meet is. people. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy.
1: Absolutely. So uh, that really—that's that, kind of how this all started. We, you know, we met uh, some of us in person, some of us not met. You know, in uh, because of Disney, and and that's why we're here. So we want to start sharing. Uh, some of those memories. We're going to talk about uh, our, our our first trips. Um, I, I was 11, my first trip. Uh, the other day, Ron and I were uh, talking, and we found out his first trip in 76. You were 11, right? I believe that's what you said, yeah, Ron. So I was 11, yeah. So he was 11 in 76. Uh, uh, I was 11 in 85. 1985 was my first trip to Disney, so we were both 11. And then, Tony, your, yours was a little bit different than that. You
2: were just a little bit older than 11, right? right. I was way older than 11. I was a, I was a Mouseketeer at 11, though. I, I, I used to watch the new Mickey Mouse Club that used that was a syndicated version on television that was a, a an updated version of the thing from the 50s. I have older siblings, and they used to always talk about the Mickey Mouse Club that they grew up with, with Annette and all those. So when in the 70s, when my turn came, I was addicted to that show, and I would wear my ears, watch it as, uh, as it was on. Uh, and so that's when I was 11 and 12 at that point. And I didn't get to go to the parks till I was an adult. So you said your first trip was in 1990, in think, 1990. Right? It's now been 30 years. Um, my first trip, uh, evolved from my sister having moved to Florida, uh, uh around that year. And uh, it just turned out that that Star Tours, which was the Star Wars based ride at the time, had opened, I believe, earlier that year. And I couldn't wait to see it. And so my first trip was basically to see that. And my nephew uh, was very interested in in um, Back to the Future. He was a Back to the Future maniac. So we had to make the trip for those two reasons.
1: All right. That's awesome. So uh, then our next episode is actually going to be uh, discussing some of our memories from our first trips. So uh, from 1976 for Ron, 1985 for me and 1990 for for Tony, that'll be uh, episode two. We're going to jump back into some of those memories about uh, about our first trips. And we'll we'll talk about um, the, the feelings that we had seeing some of those things for the first time and and talk about how uh, do those things still live within us now. Um, so I guess we should probably start wrapping things up. Um, we're going to, we at least for now, have a couple of uh, segments towards the end that we want to talk about. Uh, we do want to talk about from time to time, uh, talk about some new stuff that's happening. Uh, it's not going to be all just memories. We're going to talk about what's going on in, uh, Disney world right now. And the one thing that I saw this week, um, that I thought was pretty interesting is that, uh, Disney, they just released all of the 50th anniversary merchandise, uh, this week, it just came out and, you know, uh, you know, there's There's a million different uh pages on Facebook or on youtube you know I've seen videos of people you know walking through the fiftieth merchandise and you, you know, guys collect and, any of that stuff um I collect magnets I have probably gosh, if I was going to guess probably three two to three hundred Disney magnets um every time i go i get um I get three or four and uh so i've been doing that since. Gosh, since I was a kid, the one of the first magnets I have is um, just the two park icons. It was the castle for Magic Kingdom and Spaceship Earth, you know, the big golf ball for Epcot. And it was, you know, just the two park icons because when my first trip in 85 was
2: just two parks. And uh, so wow, that's wow. Yeah, it's it, <laughs> it and, started on. What's that? Go ahead. No, I was just going to say. And then when Ron went, it must have just been one. Right.
1: Yeah, it
0: was just. magnets.
1: Wow. Kingdom. And we have, well, Epcot opened in 82, so in 76, it was, you know, Magic Kingdom, and that was it. So um, so I do collect, um, I collect those magnets. So I've got magnets for um, the, the 15th anniversary. I was there in, um, I, I guess that would have been 86. I went for the 15th anniversary. I have some 20th anniversary uh, magnets. I got 25th anniversary magnets. I have uh, magnets for the Epcot 35. They just... You know, a couple of years ago, celebrated the 35th anniversary. Um, so, do you, like the, do, you like, do you like the new logo that they've got for the 50th anniversary? Uh, yeah, it's, it's. I guess you could say it's simplistic. It's elegant. You know what I mean? Because I guess you know, 50 is a big number. Um, so yeah, it's nice. It's. Uh, I personally like some of the. You know, I. You know, looking back, my favorite of all the anniversary logos was the 15th anniversary. Uh, maybe it's just because it's plugged into my brain cause I was a kid. And, um, those are some of my, uh, the best or the, the brightest memories that I have because I, I was probably, I don't know, 12 or 13 at that point. So I was, I'm able to remember that a little bit better, but the 15th anniversary is probably my, my favorite logo, but the 51, uh, it's, it's pretty, it's elegant, uh, kind of simplistic, but I'm more of a, you know throw Mickey Mouse on there and some pixie dust. And, and that was kind of more my speed, but uh, they went a different direction for the 50th, but a lot of cool merchandise out there that, um, you know, I'm hoping I, I'm, I'm sure I'll get back there for a trip while they're celebrating the 50th. You know, they're, they're and their anniversaries always are always celebrated for 18 months. Yeah. So it'll start on one October. And I think it's going to wrap up. On the in the end of 2022, so I'm pretty sure I'll get back there. Absolutely, it it gives you an opportunity to get a part of it. Yep, gets you an opportunity to go. So, um, so that's just uh, what's happening now in Disney World. Uh, 50th anniversary stuff being released, so that's pretty cool. We're just a couple of months away, uh, less than a couple of months away from October 1st, which will be the 50th anniversary of the Magic Kingdom opening. In nineteen
2: seventy one yeah we, we happen to be recording this in the middle of August. I don't think we said that earlier on, and we also wanted to say that uh, on the show, although we're huge Disney fans, um, we won't shy from saying uh, the, uh, or talking about things that we didn't like or that we think are are not so great about what's happening now or what we've experienced before.
1: Well, um, I alluded to that yesterday, Tony, when we did our episode zero. Uh, when we're talking about the stuff that, uh, that we may or may not agree with or dislike about Disney World, uh, I alluded to the, the Guardians of the Galaxy ride coming to Epcot. Uh, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is a fantastic idea. I just don't think it belongs in Epcot. So in honor of that, uh, you guys can't see it because this is an audio podcast, but we are recording a video. I'm actually wearing my Universe of Energy the, uh, the, from uh, 2017 when they closed that. Uh, I went down there and got the the extinct Universe of Energy T-shirt. So I'm um, in memory of uh, one of the original Epcot pavilions. Universe uh, of Energy.
2: Oh real, yeah. Real quick, real quick question: did, uh, did, Were you a fan of the of the Ellen one or the one from before, or both of them, or?
1: love them both. Uh, the, the original had all those screens in the pre-show mm-hmm. that right. would rotate and stuff. And I mean, you know, we're talking that's developed in the late seventies and implemented in the early eighties. And it was amazing to, you know, watch the screens move. And, um, and then, you know, I love the original, the, the, that's, what I miss the most about Epcot center is, uh, is the music. I mean, every pavilion, had their own logo um, and every pavilion had their own theme song. I mean, it was just so cohesive and had, uh, had an amazing life, you know, and and oddly enough had a a
2: slightly futuristic feeling to it. You you Mm -hmm. walked in there and it was different from what you're used to it. It had this feeling that, oh, wow, this, this hope for the future is, is in this music.
1: So yeah, absolutely. So I, I miss the, the original, the music from the original pavilions, but even like you were asking about, uh, did I like Ellen's uh, energy adventure? Absolutely. I loved that too. It was um, fun. It was very you funny. Know, you know, stupid Judy and everything, you know, <laughs> it was, it was hilarious. I loved yeah, it. Yeah. Um, so I loved, I, I'm not a, I don't mind up, updating attractions. Um, I I really hate, attractions becoming extinct. That's, that's what bothers me. So I didn't mind them taking universe of energy. They still told the story. They still talked about fossil fuels and all that stuff, but they brought in Ellen DeGeneres and, uh, Bill Nye, the science guy and and made it uh, entertaining. It was more fun than just the regular universe of energy. So I don't mind that. I do. Um, it makes me sad when things go away forever. And uh, we'll talk about some of those, like Horizons. and yeah, but, but they still have Mission Space. I'd rather still have Horizons than Mission Space. And uh, I, know, I
0: know but
2: you and I are going to disagree on that one. Excellent. Right. But Ron, yeah, absolutely. Ron, we were talking last night about the new restaurant at, at, at Mission Space. Uh,
0: have you heard oh, I that didn't one? know there was a new. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not eating there yet. That's believe it. It's
2: space
1: 220, I think, is what it's called. Um, and it opens, uh, I just actually just saw that a couple of days ago. So this fits right into the what's happening now in Disney world segment. Uh, it's opening in September. So like Tony said, we're recording this in mid August. And um, so by the time you guys, the listeners are hearing this, uh, it may be really close to opening, but they did release them. It's pretty cool. They released some video this week and um, of, of the special effects that you see, you're looking outside the windows and uh, and you're looking down on Earth. I mean, it, it looks like you're on a space station having dinner, basically. It's really well done. Looks super cool. So um, that stuff's coming. So maybe,
0: maybe, maybe you'll grow a, a, an appreciation for Mission Space now. I don't hate
1: Mission Space. Um, it's definitely <laughs> a, an entertaining ride. Uh, but it just doesn't, to me, old school Epcot Center guy, um, right. it doesn't have that, you know, that original world's fair pavilion feel to it. You know, I, I right. don't get that same, you know, that same oh, I would nostalgia. It's not yeah. got
0: the world's fair and they definitely are moving away from that.
1: Perspective. So hopefully they're, they're going to, if you look at Epcot right now as they're doing all the updates and stuff, they've actually brought back all of the, the pavilion logos, so if oh, you're really? walking, yes, it's pretty cool. If you're walking around and you're looking at the construction walls that are around all of, um, you know, the center there of where, where Communicore which became Interventions, uh, one of the entire buildings is is gone now. Um, and uh, that's where they're building the Moana attraction. But on all those construction walls, they have the old school Epcot Pavilion logos uh, you know, for the Living Seas and in Horizons, all of those logos are there. And they also have—they just put up a, a couple of months ago in the uh, the Epcot entrance. They took away all of the Leave a Legacy pillars; those big, you know, the models. Yeah. Those are gone. They replaced the. You remember the uh, the Epcot fountain? They they put right. the um, the the fountain is back, or the fountain didn't ever go away, but the the monument that was inside the fountain. Uh, they've replaced it. It's it's exactly like the original, and they put up flagpoles in the uh, the entrance where the uh, where the monoliths or where the Leave Legacy were. They put up flagpoles, and on those flagpoles, they are flying the Epcot Center Pavilion logos on those flagpoles. So there's, I think there's four on either side, and they've been flying those the original Epcot Pavilion logos there. So, um, you think that's part of the fifty. 50th- anniversary they're getting away from i from the stuff that i've read that they say that the epcot of the future is going to honor the epcot center from the past so um i think that's really cool because to me the epcot center of the past with the original pavilions and stuff is is where it's at i miss that stuff um i love that nostalgia i love the cohesiveness of all the pavilions uh, like that World's Fair feel, so they're they're trying to honor Epcot's past with with bringing back some of that stuff, and uh, I love that they're going to tie it into um, you know the the future of Epcot and with the new um, the, the the new. Uh, plans for the new attractions and stuff. And some of that's been put on hold because of the pandemic, but uh, a lot of the construction is still
0: going. So I love seeing I the Throwback. The, the legacy was a big controversy.
1: Well, they're still there. They, they brought them. They're actually outside the gate now. They're not those big stone monoliths anymore. Now they're giant colorful walls. And so they reprinted or whatever the manufacturing process is. They've redone. So if you had a, a, your face on the Leave a Legacy, it's still there. It's just moved outside the gate now, so you can still go and find yourself. So that probably makes just, more
2: sense there because they've got plenty of space.
1: Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And they reimagined the Epcot entrance, and it's actually pretty nice. It's and again, like I said, going back to those Epcot logos, love that, love that old
2: school stuff. And, and just really quickly touching on what you just said about these rides. Uh, I think that what they've got to do, even if they do have to incorporate the in- intellectual properties into it, is to still maintain that aura of education, excitement, and uh, information that those old attractions used to provide.
1: Absolutely, the, Disney used to call it edutainment mm-hmm. because they would educate you and entertain you at the same time. Um, I, I, I still love that, you know, and you, we still have a couple of rides that are at least a little similar to what they were. Uh, in the beginning, living with the land is still very much like listen to the land from the 80s and Spaceship Earth, although it's been updated, is still still basically the same same ride vehicles, same story of human communication. So hopefully those things don't go away because I love still having I don't mind a mix of the old and the new, uh, but you know, I, I don't want them to, to completely dismantle and, and drive away the old like they did with Universe of Energy and you know horizons and world of motion.
2: And with so, our with our intros here out of the way, this is the kind of thing that we're definitely going to be talking about going forward. Absolutely. So. Always going to talk about our memories and how it comes back to
1: today and where those things are. So so there you go. That's the what's happening now and Disney World mm-hmm. segment. The last segment that we're going to do each week is um, I've been, I'm right now just kind of dubbing it, uh, what's your favorite segment. So, uh, each week, uh, one of us hosts are going to, uh, kind of give an either or, and, uh, I'm so I'll start this week since it was my idea. Um, and, uh, and we'll demonstrate it and then we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. We'll rotate each week. So, uh, each episode we record, uh, another, one of the hosts will bring a, what's your favorite question. So, uh, i 'll start this week, so the what 's your favorite segment for episode one? You guys, I want to know what is your favorite, and you have to tell me why this week is the uh, the Hall of Presidents or the American adventure. so Ooh. two relatively similar attractions uh, both talk about American history, both have a wide array of uh, Disney's uh, audio animatronics. And uh, so a couple of things that I love, you know, I love an old school Disney attraction, but I also love uh, American history. So I'll start off with my answer and uh, and then you guys can jump in and tell me what your answer is. So this is a tough one because they're both, you know, fantastic. Uh, again, like I said, old school Disney attractions. Um, Hall of Presidents is fantastic. You know, it it has... It calls back to the days of Walt Disney when he was developing these. And it is, so it's got the, the Abraham Lincoln animatronic from, you know, the 1964 World's Fair um, that they, they had for the Illinois Pavilion at uh, the World's Fair in 64. And uh, and, and it, it just expanded when Walt Disney World opened to have all the presidents. And, uh, you know, they, they add the new president every term when there's a new president. Uh, uh, Biden was just uh, dropped into... Uh, the the attraction just opened a few weeks ago. So that's cool that they update it. Um, but uh, for me, I'm going with uh, the American Adventure. That is my favorite between the two. And the reason for that is because, man, uh, the music gets me every time. The music just, uh, uh, you know, two brothers when they're in the, the Civil War segment, uh, that is just the lady that sings that. Her voice is just a haunting melody. Um, beautiful. And then golden dream at the end of the American adventure. Uh, absolutely. Fantastic. Now I'm not joking. I'm getting chill bumps yeah. talking about uh, golden dream right mm-hmm. now. You know, the, the montage at the end with uh, the great Americans that we've lost, you know, over the last hundred years and everything. Um, I absolutely love that attraction. I'm a big Mark Twain fan. So I love, he's one of the hosts. So for me, because of, uh, you know, Mark Twain being the guy, and, um, the, all the different animatronics you've got, uh, you know, Ben Franklin walking up the stairs. And, uh, I was amazed by that as a kid that they could make a robot walk upstairs and stuff. I was just intrigued. And, uh, and then the music is just second to none. Some of the best music in Disney mm-hmm. is at the American adventure, um, uh, show at the American pavilion in Epcot. So that is my take. I'm going with American adventure. Ron, what do you got? Who is, what's your favorite? What's your favorite between the American Adventure and the Hall of Presidents? And tell me why.
0: So this is easy for me. Um, Hall of Presidents. And one, I've only seen, and I'm going to get crucified here, but I've only seen the American Pavilion show once. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I know, I know. I, I know. If you
1: for those of you that are listening and not watching this, my my jaw just hit my desk.
2: And <laughs> my eyebrows went in the sky.
1: It just hit the yes, desk. They did. I'm I'm
0: shocked. I'm shocked. Well, one, I don't have a hundred Disney trips under my belt. <laughs> Forty-eight, Ron. Two, 48. 48. Two, um I I travel with a a family that's more about thrill than they are um, history and learning on a vacation. So while I would love to go to that every time, it just is not. So I I pick my battles and U.S. presidency, history, anything U.S. presidents, I'm all about. It's on my bucket list to make it into the office one day. I don't know how that's going to happen, but I'm believing for it. Um, so the, the nostalgia, the, some of the things that you said, they, the, the original, um, the original electronics for Abraham Lincoln are in that building. Um, I could appoint point to anytime there's a president change, I go and see it again. So I'll be going, um, the next trip. I normally end up doing that by myself because again, my family is much more about the fairy tales and pixie dust and thrill rides than they are history. But I love the the whole presence. and I think it's it's unfortunate, but we live in a country that seems to be downplaying our history and our uh, where we're the, the roots of of how great America is. And so I'm very much a patriot. And we love that attraction, and we'll always love that attraction.
1: Hey, Ron, that was awesome. I, I, I really love that you said that about uh, how our country is kind of losing our history. Uh, and that's kind of part of why I made that, that uh, this week's What's Your Favorite? Because uh, they're both American history attractions. And um, any opportunity that, that our country can take to learn about our history I'm all about that. So sure. I love that you said that. So
0: you have intrigued uh, me. I am going to go back to America in Epcot and watch this attraction again. I, I've honestly forgotten about it. Excellent. Excellent. Don't watch it.
1: Don't YouTube it. I'll experience it <laughs> next time on your next trip. Go see it. All right, yeah. Tony. So, how about you, my friend? Uh, I uh, saw you nodding for both of our answers. Absolutely. It,
2: you didn't disagree with either one of us. So. I, I didn't. I happen to love both of those uh, attractions, and and I haven't thought about either of them in a very long time. So when you were mentioning the music in, um, in uh, the Golden Dream song and the Two Brothers song, I, I actually have to give my vote over to the American uh, Pavilion, the American Dream. Uh, I think the experience of going there, especially when you're at Epcot, um, to be able to celebrate your own country for one is great. And then you walk in and there are all the flags that represent the history of, of, of what happened during the country. You get to see little skits that show you the, the story of America. The movie itself, I, I don't know if they've changed it since, but that movie is, as you mentioned, you were talking about it. I also was getting goosebumps thinking about it. Uh, I remember when they updated it. Uh, to include people who had passed away in the 2000s. I think they included some images from, um from uh, ground zero in there as well. And, uh, I, I think the animatronics in that show are outstanding. Um, the Roy Rogers bit, the, uh, I mean, there's so many little bits in that, in that. Dude,
0: you're killing yeah. me. I need yeah. to go to Disney's to see this.
2: Yeah. It's it really, it's <laughs> really one of the, the most moving attractions there. And you, I, I remember we used to save that sort of to the, to nighttime and you, and you come out just feeling so proud and so excited about, about it. And what about the, uh, the grand finale when the, the, um, the screen opens up and you see all the spirits of, of America around it. I mean, that, that's just, it's great. It's great. Absolutely. Chill bumps again. When you said that about yeah. the, the,
1: cause the curtains come up behind the statues and, and, you know, it's like the sunset colors
2: behind the, behind those statues and everything. It's, it's amazing. It's beautiful. Um, And speaking of of Lincoln though, I mean the, the original um, Hall of Presidents, I try not to miss that when I go there either. But um, when I was, this is a subject for another show, but when I went to Disneyland, we made sure to go see Abraham Lincoln, who was actually running at that particular time that we went, I don't even know if he's still there Uh, and watch the original show of, Mm -hmm. uh, of it. And it's always great. Oh, was great. Yeah, uh, great moments with Mr. Lincoln.
1: It's it's still at Disneyland. I have never been there yet. Disneyland is on my bucket list, uh, and I will get there someday. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. So that's awesome, guys. Uh, I I really love that. That's uh, what we're going to do. We're going to do that each each episode. Is uh, one of a uh, one of us will come with a what's your favorite for the segment there. So um, so that's it. That's the what's your favorite segment. So in the next episode, we're going to start talking about some of our Disney memories. And each one of us, uh, the three hosts, are going to share a little bit of information and some of our memories from our first trips. So for me in 1985, for Ron in 1976, and then for Tony from 1990, we're going to share some of our our memories uh, about those trips. I was actually talking to my mom. Uh, this week, in preparation for um, for for talking about that episode, she's been she went through some of our old family photo albums. Yes, kids, back in the day we used to print pictures and put them <laughs> in books, and uh, so she's been she scanned a couple of pictures uh, of of my family from our our 1985 trip. And there's skinny little Dewey with his uh, you know early 80s shorts and stuff. It's it's, it's pretty cool. So he's uh, been sharing some of that with me. So uh, looking forward to some of that. We're going to talk about our first trips on the next episode. So that's it for episode one of the WDW Reflections podcast. I would like to invite all of our listeners, all many, many of you, hopefully soon, uh, to follow us on some of our social media platforms. You can find us on diz- on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook and you can find us on Twitter. Um, They're all under WDW Reflections Podcast. So just do that. Just search for that and give us a follow. Give us a like and um, interact with us. That's what we want to do. We want to this is the podcast is starting out about our memories. But really what we want to do is we want to develop a, a community here with our podcast, much like the community we talked about with our our chat forums or our message boards from the early 2000s. We'd like to build that kind of community. So the way we do that is for you guys to join us in, um, in, in these discussions. So we want to talk about your memories and we want to hear what you think about our memories. So please interact with us. Um, Once we get these things posted up, these podcasts are going to be up on uh, most of the podcast outlets, like Apple podcasts and on Spotify So please give our podcast uh, a review and let us know what you think.
2: We'll also have a couple of highlights from the the video part of it uh, on YouTube as well. So just keep an eye out for those kind of things.
1: Absolutely. I forgot. Thanks for reminding him about that, Tony. We are going to have uh, a a presence on YouTube as well. So WDW Reflections podcast will be on YouTube as well. So uh, looking forward to that. But other than that... Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate y'all being here. Um, For me, Dewey, and Ron, and Tony, thanks for being here. And um, I think that's it for episode one.
2: All right. See you real soon.
0: Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas.